and gentlemen, may I have your attention, please? And what comes rolling down the driveway for dinner but this, the super-duper weenie wagon. Broadcasting live from the Booze League headquarters, 16.0 ounces on the dial. The Commish Wiley Withers, Coley Wyman, Sandro Arevalo. This is the Boozecast. Catch up on what you missed online at boozeleague.com and on your mobile device on iHeart or iTunes. All right, let's get it started. In some of my songs, I have casually mentioned the fact that that I like to drink beer. I, for one, am glad we're all here this doing it again. Me too. My God. Darby's behind me. Oh, is she, is she out there? Staring in. Keeping a track? She is. Ma'am, can you please pull up to the second window <laughs> for your drive through order? The booze hound is taking care of business outside, so, you know. Right, Darby? Making sure we're all taken care of in here? <laughs> Showing off her toys. <laughs> so I'd like to start... Uh, oh, wait. I got this whole thing. Um, hold on a second. So um, I was doing some, normally I do like a quote, right? Yeah. So when I was getting the news stories together, I accidentally pasted into this the uh, <laughs> a line from one of the news stories. So I'm going to do this, uh, um, I'm just going to say this completely, <laughs> okay. randomly. Okay. Since it's there, i got to read it, right? That is true. So I'd start singing about Axl Rose and the levee and bus passes and strychnine and mixing the whole thing up. <laughs> so you accidentally put that in there. Yeah. <laughs> I have no idea how that got in there. And then my mind went completely ba- uh, blank on what uh, we were actually going to be saying. So well, You know what's funny was I was looking at the quote and I was like, what the fuck does that have to do You're with like, alcohol? Maybe I have it's no the idea de- what it means. Maybe it's the delivery that makes it funny. I don't know. <laughs> what the hell is he doing? <laughs> it's really weird. Smart. <laughs> dilly dilly. But anyways, welcome to Draft 55, everyone. Um, we are back. I know we've been gone a while, but we had a lot of stuff going on. Uh, between the Brute Nanny, uh, getting ready for that, and our uh, the Central Coast Craft Beer Fest, the Buellton Brew, uh, Brew Fest. Yeah, there um, was a lot of weekends jam-packed and yeah. stuff to prepare for. Lot, lot going on. Um, <laughs> are you guys... <laughs> your dog oh my god i thought <laughs> i thought why does she always only pick the loud ones during the booze cast i don't understand because she wants all the attention on her she is a professional darby dog but we got a jam-packed show for you here today to make up for being gone for a while we got a whole lot of weeks to talk about and how they were uh booze line news i'm going to double up on florida man <coughs> this time around yes because there's uh, been some florida man stories that have been building up so uh, Coley is uh, going to talk about the best beers that uh, typify spring. Would that be a correct way to say it? Sure. Okay. Um, we're going to go over uh, drunk slang terms and uh, see if we can guess where they're uh, actually said. And we have a new segment called Good Shit to Know that uh, we're going to get to at the end. Sandro is on assignment tonight. So sadly, we don't have any Sancho in the house. But we do, of course, have uh, Coley's other half or two-thirds of the duo that is Nick and Coley uh, due to Big Dick Nick. Welcome in, Big Dick Nick. Uh, how's it going? How's it going? He actually uh, did that in the shower the other day. No, he didn't. He did. The, like the OG the, the origin, while swinging. The origin of his name. Big Dick Nip coming in. Oh uh, my gosh. Is there room? Is there room for one more? bitch on the glass. You know, you like you put your hands behind your head and you kind of do a little hip swivel and big dick nick comes I don't. He, he opened the door for me. Oh, 
I did notice in your room there's a strange little divot in between, like on his way to the shower. It seems to be worn down. So. The carpet, yeah, there's like a trail. But uh, let's see if I got uh, at least uh, some things right here. Uh, why don't we go into the beer of the day? Beer is a fermented beverage made with cereals and w- w- water. The beer of the day. Today's beer of the day. Lord knows, I feel like we've been having a lot of beer lately with all the beer fest we've been doing. My God. It has been uh, epic. Dude, last Saturday, well, we'll get to that, but that was uh, pretty epic. We're going to uh, Alameda, California, Northern California this time around with Almanac Beer Company, which I don't believe we've ever had an Almanac on the show. I don't think so. So that's good times right there. And we have got the Blackberry Sour Nova. Yes, here we go. This thing looks delicious. Whoa. Spraying the table. <laughs> it didn't know it was a squirter, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Even the foam I felt like I was in a porn has shoot. like a light pink hue to it. Oh, look at that. Oh, it smells delicious. Hey, baby. I'll take a little sip over here. Oh, where did you get this? Village Green? No, this is uh, Whole Foods. Oh, wow, that is not as tart as I thought it would be. That's delicious. Well, mm. it says this is not a kettle sour. No, it is not. But let me uh, let me tell you a little bit about this beer. It is a 5.8% on the ABV. Alcohol. Uh, and in terms of IBUs. How about no? No IBUs. And an untapped score of 4.04. So pretty good untapped score. It's delicious. You it can, is. You can taste the barrel aging. I don't know. Yeah. What, does it say what type of barrel? Like, is it like a wine barrel almost? It does maybe? here. Let me. Let oh, me, I'm oak. so sorry. Oak barrels. Yeah, let me tell you a little bit sorry, about uh, this beer. This is what uh, Almanac beer. I want you to think about this beer. It is a sour ale aged in oak barrels with blackberries and vanilla. Including uh, or introducing Blackberry Sour Nova, the latest release in our Sour Nova series of 16-ounce cans. This naturally conditioned mixed culture sour ale was aged for months with 100% real blackberries and oak barrels, creating a delightfully tart and refreshing brew. If you want to find out where you can get this, almanacbeer.com is where you need to go. Um, I can tell you right now, uh, in terms of good shit to know, uh, right now, Whole Foods has this. Oh, well, there's a Whole Foods right across the street from my work. Ba-bam, there you go. So I might be there tomorrow on my way home. You have more, right, in case we down these? <laughs> yeah, well, I only got the four-pack, though, because it was not a, uh, a cheap endeavor. Sharing's caring. Uh, Sharing is And caring. we know that teamwork makes the dream work. <laughs> but like all sours, though, I'd probably only have like one. Dude, is it really that sour to you? I mean, my taste buds are blown out, but it does not taste that no, sour No, it's not me. that sour, but I just know what sour beers after a couple do to you. Do you guys remember when um, we convinced the dugout to buy a uh, a keg of uh, Grustic? And we Firestone? had it tapped that and, night. Yeah, there was like a, there was like a handful <laughs> yeah. of Firestone fans that showed up, and <laughs> including us, and we killed all that uh, sixel in uh, I don't know a couple hours. Yeah, I remember that because I think it was like 2014. Mm-hmm. I was hurting so bad at work the next day. Weirdest hangover I've ever had was that uh, oh. just getting just schlockered off of uh, sour beer. Well, in our defense, they were given like si- like 16-ounce pours for $5 because yeah, they, they didn't like know how to price it or something. <laughs> we <laughs> were like, like, yeah, uh, don't wake up. No, it was, yeah, it was 16-ounce pours. Oh, yeah. right. It was like five glasses. No, I think Wiley even told him, like, dude, you could charge a little more or something, right? Oh, yeah, or use a smaller glass. I don't know. Yeah, or uh, something. And I was like, <laughs> Yeah, don't don't wake a dummy. We just keep them coming. <laughs> Quiet. Yep. How dare you? All right, let's move on to our song of the day. Music remix. Alcohol makes a big man small and can lead to a life of crime. The song of the day. 
Yes. Who would you say that uh, sings this song? I don't know. It kind of rem- it reminds me. And it was, I do not believe it's them in the like least, but it reminds me of that. Yeah. I don't. Almost like the sound sounds like Dead South, but it's not. Oh, just because the uh, like that kind of uh, guitar, the slide guitar kind of thing. Yeah. So Coley. Yeah. You're correct. This it is, is Beck. This is Beck's newest song called Saw Lightning. Up. Yeah. Um. Now everyone, of High course, five. knows knows Beck. I mean, I'm not gonna. Uh, well, you know. I really didn't think it was them, but they wow. had a Beck sound. <laughs> wow! Wow! Well, I guess I know my Beck more than I thought. Yeah, look at you. What what is is that wow called? song. It's called uh, Saw Lightning. I'm gonna be Spotifying this right now. Oh, it's a great, great song. This is a, a single, but he's working his way towards a new album. Um, I didn't really uh, talk much about that. I actually, when I was researching him, I almost didn't use him because everybody knows Beck. It's not like I'm introducing you to clearly not I. something new. Well, <laughs> but you know him now, right? I mean, I, I do love the Wow song. No, oh, dude, Wow's a great song. I, It'll probably be on this new album. I thought his new album dropped. I actually don't know. <laughs> dude, Darby's tearing the the HQ apart. Uh. Um, <laughs> Let me get my bone and drop it on the porcelain floor. She was quiet until you start restart recording, too. Oh, yeah. No, she was totally chill. But yeah. now, here we go. Mm-hmm. Anyways, let's talk a little bit about Beck. He was actually born Beck David Campbell in 1970 with, with no C, just B-E-K. Uh, born in L.A. He got his first guitar when he was 16 and began playing as a street musician in Lafayette Park down by the Rampart. So kind of not the best area of town. Um, at 17, he heard a recording of Mississippi John Hurt. He was an old blues man. So old, born in 1892. So Holy he's like cow. the old, legit style blues man. And it got him uh, interested in roots and folk. He actually dropped out of school after junior high. So he didn't even go through high school, just got out. He said that uh, while he felt school was important, he also felt unsafe there. He hung out at LA City College reading old books and old sheet music and actually used a fake ID to sit in on classes there to get a bit of an education. That's uh, pretty cool. Also, that's where he met his wife, who was a poet and was also a literature instructor. So, faked his way in and ended up marrying the teacher. So, <laughs> Damn. He uh, began working menial jobs, loading trucks, using a leaf blower, things like that. And he also started playing folk music on city buses, uh, playing like blues, folk, and covering Mississippi John Hurt with uh, improvised lyrics. And this is where the uh, the quote of the day comes back in. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Beck said, some drunk would start yelling at me, calling me Axl Rose. So I'd start singing about Axl Rose and the levee and bus passes and Strict Nine, mixing the whole thing up. Moved to New York for a bit uh, before coming back to L.A. and playing art house type coffee shops. Working on a, at a video store in Silver Lake, doing things like, and this is according to him, 
alphabetizing the porn section. So that makes sense. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So it, I'm sorry, sir. That's technically a facial. So don't, you, you need to not be a looking facial. in Bukapi. Yeah. You know, you gotta you gotta move on down there. It goes uh, before asses. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So eventually he caught the eye of a lady named Margaret Middleman, who's BMG's director of talent acquisitions, and felt that he would fit in with a small independent label they were trying to start called Bong Load Custom Records. Sure. And through those Bong Load. Makes sense. I mean, you're like, yeah, of course Beck would record with them. Yeah. Uh, at least now we know, back in the day, who knows. But um, he recorded Loser through those connections, and in 1993, when Loser was released by Bong Load, Beck was living in a rat-infested shed next to an alley in downtown L.A. So his life was going to change quite a bit when that came out uh he said he felt the song was mediocre at best was he living in that shed with his wife uh i think maybe they're probably dating at the time okay i would guess All right. but Just i don't know curious. that's an interesting question it's not something that i ever would have thought of because hmm. <laughs> <So. laughs> i for one is someone's wife would not live in a rat infested mm. shed we have rats at our house not in our house. They're well, running along in. the back wall and our dog chases them. Yeah, you got Ruby to protect you guys mm. from the rats in the yeah, backyard. we've never had any inside. <laughs> we're not infested. Not yet. We have the cat coming. <laughs> yeah, you got you know, No, I thought the cat only brought in lizards. It, well, a next bird. is a rat. Brought in a bird, too. <laughs> I'll have another. Um, let's see. Um, what else? Oh, so uh, they dropped uh, Loser, and the song took off and sparked a bidding war between Geffen Records, Warner Brothers, and Capitol. He signed a non-exclusive contract with Geffen, and off he went. So that's how Beck started. We kind of know the uh, the story from there. So how did he do? This is how he did. There's actually, you know, you got the Beck Wikipedia page. There's a full Wikipedia page of nothing but his awards and nominations and everything else. Like, and it's really? a long one. Yeah, it is a long one. Did you one. look at it and say, wow? I did. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I have an Owen Wilson wow in here somewhere. I'd be you? really happy oh, when I find it again. Oh, that would be great. I, I loaded it up on the uh, on the new soundboard, but um, I, I can't find it. That's one of my favorite ones, too. Oh, if I find it, it'll be a great day in the HQ. It will. You know what I'm going to say? Wow. Wow. You need the Kevin Hart wow. I need nothing from Kevin Hart. No? <laughs> no, I am not a Kevin Hart fan. You know that. I can't remember. Son of a bitch. There's no wow on my board. That's a bummer. This is a very prepared show, as you can tell. <laughs> I actually meant to load that beforehand. Anyways, um, <laughs> when you find it, just randomly drop it. I will. Yeah, I'll get in. I'll get in on that. But anyway, so how did he do? He's won seven Grammys so far, six MTV Video Music Awards. He's been nominated for a number of awards like the Brit Awards, the AMAs, etc. Fifty-four times he's been nominated, and he won twenty out of those nominations. So it's yeah. pretty impressive. Pretty damn good. I couldn't even name one song besides "Wow" by him. Loser. I I'd have to hear it to be honest. Soy you Imperador, I'm a loser baby, so why don't you kill me? Oh. Is that not ringing a bell? Uh, uh, let's see, there's Loser, there's... Um, you must have did a pretty good job singing it. I so was able to tell all the time. There's like New Pollution, because, uh, yeah. This is a Loser. I, I remember this song. On Odelay was my favorite album. Sounds like Bon Jovi. Devil's Haircut. <laughs> oh, Got a Devil's Haircut on my mind. Mm -hmm. That's a great song. Oh, let's listen to that one. I actually have a couple of his. I think I have Odelay on uh, vinyl, actually. I think you do, too, because so I think you've played it, and I've been like, that's my favorite album. Oh, well, one we listened to that one time. One we got drunk favorites. here. Go figure. What? You got drunk here? Never. I don't believe that. Not Never. at the Boozley headquarters. Uh -huh. Come on. So just out of curiosity. Not a broken keg. What do you... I know, man. Poor, poor Beermatic 5000 is just, just so sad. Um, what do you think his estimated net worth is right now? How long has he been around? 
Uh, let's see. This was released in 93. I'm going to say 150 million. We'll say 20 million. Goalie, you're closer. 25. Oh, he's not that good then. <laughs> Taylor Swift's worth like 500 million. Bite your tongue. <laughs> yeah. Well, when did you drop into the scene there, Big Dick Nick? <laughs> I only know wow. 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 Like right now? Yeah, it's like right now. <laughs> See, you do know some of these songs. I know that's the only song. That's the oh, same that's song. Oh, is that wow? Yeah, that's wow. It is wow. Yeah, that's wow. Don't give, him, don't give him any more credit than he deserves. What happened? I blacked out. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so that is our song of the day. I thought more highly of Beck. <laughs> well, I'm really impressed with myself that I thought it was sounded like them, but wasn't. You've got like two in a row them. so far. Yeah, like that and how much he's worth. Are you like a secret like Beckhead or something? I love Beck. Yeah, Beck I is really do. Good. She gets great Beckhead. <laughs> there's there's a joke there somewhere, but uh, I tried. <laughs> anyway, so uh, Coley, how was your week? My my week was I was busy at work. Um, just doing a lot of planning for an upcoming conference. I know we skipped a couple weeks. We did have a nice Easter. And now we're preparing for Mother's Day this upcoming weekend, doing a little brunch at our house. Oh, very nice. Mm -hmm. All the mothers are coming? All, uh, just two, two of three. Two of three. Okay. And what uh, what is on the menu? It's like an egg white casserole thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't... And mimosas. And, well, of course, mimosas. You gotta have mimosas. Nick's, yeah. Nick's mom's not a big drinker, but... More for us. My mom is, so she'll enjoy. She'll partake. No, well, I'm into that. She had some uh, cataract surgery this week, so she's recovering from that. Hopefully, mm -hmm. her vision will be a little bit better. And yeah, looking forward to Sunday. That's good. I know it's good having margaritas with her uh, at Cinco. I know. <laughs> and we did good. Twenty-one. Twenty-one. That's what uh, I'm saying. Well, I had a rough night that Sunday, though. We'll that. <laughs> did you? Oh, it was bad. Did you come? Did you <coughs> use your uh, hammock thing? Inflate wind wind hammock. We'll get there. <laughs> 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 okay. uh, I can't wait to hear your week. <laughs> yeah. Nick, how was your week? Uh, was it any different than mine? <laughs> I think I should ask my liver, how's my week's been? Yeah. They've been two rough weeks. I think two really rough weeks. I think I drank every day on those weekends. Weekends. What'd you guys do, what guys do the weekend before uh, Buellton? Bruton, anyway. Or was that two weekends no, ago? No, that was like a month ago. Yeah, that was a while ago. Was it? We. Oh, shit. <laughs> You're like, I don't remember anything after showing up to the Brute Nanny. <laughs> oh, I don't. We did. <laughs> Still we, dread we to recover. We drank Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Sunday was the street festival that oh, right, Tug right. and Shannon texted us about that morning. Droopy-eyed, armless gentleman. We, uh, oh, we drank with them. They had a beer garden, and we drank with them. And sat Friday, no, Saturday we did something, too, where we just, we just drank, like, all weekend. We did face painting Friday night, drinking. Oh, is that where you mask. do the uh, the charcoal uh, uh, face mask or I whatever did, face I mask? I bought one of those black peel-off ones. It's, oh. Uh, Me and Tug look like... Uh, Batman and Catwoman. Wait a minute. You guys did it too? Absolutely. Oh, I have pictures. <laughs> <laughs> look at how That's shiny amazing. my skin is. <laughs> That's amazing. So that was drinking. And then, uh, oh, your mom's birthday was last weekend. Oh, yeah. We took my mom to Stonehaus. That's what it was. That's I love right. that place. We oh. enjoyed some wine and some... See, it's uh, slowly coming pizzas. back. <laughs> Stone the, oven pieces. And the pizza. Oh, yeah. The pizzas are just. Like mm, institution. We had like, I think, eight. You got to do. You oh. got to handle some business. Ah. They were so, and so then good. I passed out on the couch. Woke up. No dicks on the face this time. Wow. And uh, it's not all like your college. Not going to lie. I, I started nodding <laughs> off as well. So oh, that's Drew. why it didn't and happen. And then Joe and Liz came in, uh, kicked us uh, kicked us back in gear with uh, some old fashions and. 
Damn. Rum old fashions, by the way, with Papa's Pilar rum. Oh, good. really? Amazing. That's a good one. It's See, one of our top favorite rums. So. It's good shit to know. I, I was going to say, remind me later. I'll yeah. fill that in. <laughs> Start talking about <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, and then we uh, went into wine drinking with them. Very nice. Yeah. Uh, so... So That's rough. So let's recap here. Um, let's see. So Central Coast Beer Fest, I think. Uh, had we done that? Yeah, we'd done that. So it was the Brute Nanny. The Brute Nanny was a week after We're Central leading Coast. up to. So a big quick shout out to everyone that came to the Brute Nanny. Really appreciate you guys being there. It was uh, nuts to butts in there for a while. Uh-huh. Very crowded, like great crowd going. Uh, the Brute Nanny, a tropical IPA was a... Uh, was quite a hoot. Oh. And, and everyone's welcome for the beer I bought him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nick was like the Oprah of beers. You get a beer. You get uh-huh. a We got our tab with tip was $280. Just And, it was and no funny. food. And no food. Yeah. No food. It's crazy. What did we yeah, do? Yeah, that was uh, a separate charge from the food truck. Right. But it, it's weird because you did the math and it's like if the beers were $7 on average, it's only like 35 beers. Yeah, you're like, man, maybe I, maybe I didn't. Pussies. <laughs> No, really, that didn't really sound like a lot to me if you're buying people beer, right? I don't remember who I bought or what I bought. I think you probably bought me one. I don't uh, know. People kept just giving me beer because I was like, you know, busy uh, doing doing things. Well, in that tab, I had to buy you a beer. <laughs> Maybe I'm two. sure I appeared. I'm sure I was on there somewhere. Uh, I'll be like, next time I take tab, can you just hit uh, this one's for Wiley, this one's for Tug, this <laughs> one's for... every time somebody showed up that Nick knew, he's like, let me buy you a beer. I have a tab. But I'm like, Nick, uh-huh. you have to pay that tab at the end of the night. <clears throat> You know, at least he's a nice drunk, right? Yeah. I was going to put on booze league, but I forgot where I was. Why I was there? <laughs> yeah, a lot of a lot of people like were leaving and coming back, and I mean, my God, my, oh poor Irish Mikey was came back uh, fairly well schlockered, yes. which is that, funny. Uh, and, that girl at the end that played the music was on point, though. Oh yeah, Erin McAndrew. Was she part of the lineup, or yeah. was? Because yeah. I heard they like overbooked. Well, we all, uh, we're all trying to get music in, and so what we ended up doing is reaching a compromise. We're like, you know what? Why don't we just roll it all into the to the Brute Nanny and make it all one big nice. four-band lineup? So, I thought was everyone perfect. was great. I thought Christian's band was great. Yeah, Late Night Union was very good. So good. I did miss him getting kicked off the table. Oh, that was a good time. Yeah, he's up there just singing and stuff, and basically everyone's just watching, and they're and they're looking around to see if Tim, the head brewer, was around. He wasn't, but Phoenix, <laughs> their their marketing oh, yes. director, was there, and I'm watching her, and Phoenix is just you can see from across the room she's eyeing him, like calculating, like, do I stop this? Like, what do I do here? This is not a situation I've run into here before. So what do I do? So for those of you who didn't make it, he did eventually get off the table, um, <laughs> and not stage diving. I would I would have tried to catch him if I was there. I wouldn't have. Uh-huh. No way. Really, and then I would have bought him a beer. <laughs> it was just a really good time. Yeah, it was a really, really good time. It's great to have uh, the Booze League bombshell Amanda, the Art of Beers, out there as well. Mm-hmm. Hello. Hello. And then uh, the next day after that, we all went wine tasting and then ended up at, uh, you know what was really funny about Luke and Amanda? When they got here, I picked them up at the airport and they were just stunned. There's so many freaking hills <laughs> in California because they're coming from the middle of Texas, right? So I took them way up into Ojai for wine tasting the next day. They had a really good time up there. And then we met at institution for another like 20 pizzas or whatever the hell yes. it was. Because mm-hmm. uh-huh. you can't go there and have just one, apparently. No. Um, Bulletin Brew Fest. I guess <laughs> we can uh, jump on over to that, which we worked last weekend. We did. Uh, awesome to meet a lot of you people there. Um, we were just banging all day long. It was... Normally, for those of you who haven't hung out with us after Beer Fest, normally there's a lot of drinking and wondering about and whatnot that goes on. We camped out at Firestone for a good four hours. After <laughs> we that were beer so fest. tired. And we didn't even go, experiment with the heavy hitters, me and you. No? We I, just, I stuck to unfiltered DBA and I think a couple others. And Yeah, we just sat there, we uh, ate, and then you guys ate the rest of my pizza. Pizza's a theme with us. Uh, um, you have to well, finish it. The surprising uh, thing is not me being tired when you're like, it's nine o'clock and I'm tired. And I'm like, 
Oh my God. Yeah. Wiley you, might go to sleep before I. Yeah, because you get up at like 2.30 in the morning or some uh, silly shit like that. Only me and crackheads are up at that time. <laughs> crackheads and carpenters. And crackheads and carpenters. And are, yeah. The three C's. So uh, anyway, so that has been our week. So you guys ready for a little bit of what they call in our country, the news? Bring it huh? on. Spanning the globe to bring you all the news that's fit to booze to. This is the Booze Line News. KBCE, Booze League Radio. All right, our first story. Story that broke today. I saw a few of you out there post it on the socials. Comes to us from Delaware. Dogfish Head Craft Brewery announced today that it is merging with Boston Beer Company. Which is, of course, makes uh, Sam Adams and Angry Orchard. Yep. The merger is valued at $300 million and is expected to close in late in the second quarter, so late summer. Uh, Dogfish does hit, plan to retain its name and remain a craft brewery. <laughs> remain a craft brewery, with yep. air quotes. Well, I mean, Sam Adams is still considered a craft brewery, but there's also some controversy in the fact that the Brewers Association changes their definition a lot for Sam Adams. So, <laughs> there is that, but... Um, Dogfish Head is uh, one of Delaware's best-known businesses, and locals in that town that uh, Dogfish calls home were shocked at the news today. Uh, Milton resident Paul Swider, who said he moved to the area 40 pounds ago, (laughs) which is a funny way to say anything, uh, says his main concern was that they don't move the brewery or production to Boston because he's not sure how he he would explain a three-day shopping trip to his wife. Uh, he also continues to say, they say it's off-centered, and they are, and we are. So they have a real strong connection to Dogfish Head. Boston Beer Company is the second largest craft brewer by sales volume. Who's the number one? Who do you think is uh, bigger than uh, Sam Adams? Budweiser. Not a craft brewery. Oh, sorry, I missed it. Firestone. No. Nope. Stone. No. Nope. Damn. Youngling, or a yingling, as it's I mean, heard of called to me. Oh, yeah, they're huge, like uh, Y-U-E-N-G-L-I. I I mean, it's uh, big back in the Northeast. Uh But um, Boston Beer Company is actually the 13th in the nation overall for sales volume, so they do a bunch of business. Yeah. Um, Jim Cock, or Coach, or (laughs) Couch, who obviously owns Boston Beer Company or started Boston Beer Company, says the environment was a significant element in the decision to make the deal. 7,300 craft breweries are now operating in the U.S. They're losing market share to AB InBev and Miller Coors owned, air quotes, craft breweries. Mm-hmm. That's what you can definitely use for air quotes. Okay. Bing, bing. Um, it's more difficult for well-known breweries like Dogfish and Boston Beer to sustain any growth. Um, let's see. So the final thing here. So Sam and Maria Caligione, hey, uh, who are Dogfish owners uh, or Dogfish Head's owners, they got approximately 400 and 407,000 shares of Boston Beer stock. You know what that stock is valued at right now? $50 a share? Mm, $150. $315. I was closer. You were. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> yeah, that's um that's that's a significant amount of uh of investment right there. Wow. So, anyways, it's time to move on to the last two stories of the day, which come from our favorite America's Wang. Florida man, Florida man, there's no one like a Florida man, the dumbest in all the land, there's no one like a Florida man, they got lots of haters and lots of alligators, they really probably should be banned, Florida man, Florida man. 
First one's a quick one, but um, and at first it doesn't sound like it's as funny as it is. <laughs> I'm already laughing. So uh, this comes from Miami, Florida. Florida teen arrested for performing the RKO finishing move on a fake mall alligator. Gianni Sosa Hernandez, 18, has been charged with criminal mischief after a video surfaced showing him damaging a display at the Falls Shopping Center in Miami. In the video, he removes his shirt, jumps a barrier to like this garden fountain area, throws a fake alligator into the display pond, and then performs the RKO, which is a finishing move made popular by Randy Orton from the WWE. Oh my God. <laughs> he then pins the alligator triumphantly before the cops show up and pull him away. Here's where it gets even funnier to me. This isn't the first time he's had a run-in with police. Previously, he was involved in another incident where he performed the same RKO on the principal of the school that he goes to. Oh, snap, son. <laughs> Miami Southridge Senior High. And uh, he, like, paid bail, and then uh, that was it. So Anger management much, maybe? I, I, th I just picture him going around just randomly, like, RKOing people. That's yeah. what I... You know, you ever seen that uh, viral video of, like, people that are falling off of things or, or getting knocked over or stuff like that, but they, they put in a little, like, uh, video game character, like from Street Fighter yeah. that goes in and attacks him. him. Yeah, it's like... Ta -ta -ta. Yeah. yeah, I kind of feel he's like that, except in real life. Like, <laughs> he's, like, always hiding behind someone. He comes out <laughs> out of nowhere. RKO! Oh, man. I think the best part of that whole story is, like, thinking about, like, him in front of the judge. Like, you know what you're charged for? <laughs> <laughs> the guy's like, yeah, and they... the judge is just like, dude, I, I can't even read this. You're just charged for bad behavior. <laughs> No, oh, then he RKO's his uh, public defender. <laughs> like, God damn it. See, that's what got you here in the first place. Sosa Hernandez. <laughs> oh <my> Guilty. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> the next one comes to us from Gainesville, Florida. 65-year-old woman beats half-naked 300-pound man with a bat. Fluffy. <laughs> oh, sorry. Fl fluffy man fluffy. with a bat. It was early Sunday morning when 65-year-old Clarice Ganey heard a noise outside her apartment. As she looked out the window, she says she saw a man in his boxers pulling at her car door handle and knocking at the window trying to break in. Before calling police, she took matters into her own hands. And this is where I'm going to let her take over. So I grab my bat. I brace myself. I brace myself. I open, I ease the door open. That's when Ganey says five foot six, <laughs> 300 pound Antonio Mosley charged her. Little did he know, she was a high school softball player, a 65 year old slugger. I took that bed and hit him upside a paya. <laughs> <laughs> So police say Mosley ran to a nearby mobile home park, leaving behind his pants, shirt, and a sock. <laughs> Why was she like this? Pia! Pia! Gonna hit you upside the bat of you. Oh my god. Pia! Um, so <laughs> Ganey says he was in his drawers. He didn't have no shoes on, no shirt, or nothing. A canine unit tracked him inside a mobile home where they say he was wearing a new pair of pants. With cocaine in its pocket. <laughs> what a fucking idiot. Have a drug. Officers uh, brought Mosley back to Ganey to identify him. She says she could easily identify him by not only his appearance, but by the lump on his head. <laughs> Mosley is being uh, held at the uh, Alachua County Jail with two counts of burglary and drug possession. Here's how. We'll let uh, Miss Ganey uh, wrap it up. If he better be glad I didn't have a gun, because I would have shot him. But this is my gun right here. Cause I'm gone. Bye, y'all. 
Yeah. She sounds like she was a little intoxicated. Oh, she was just loving life. I love dude. her so much. She was, she probably that was probably one of the best days of her life. Where she just like <laughs> beat on some guy. Like she's like, man, I've been wanting to do this for a long time. She's like I knew all those softball days paid off. <laughs> she sounds oh. older than sixty five though. Um, she looks older than 65. I can she tell sounds you that, like she's like a 70 year old lady on a rocker. Or something. Oh, wow, Nick, a good five years. 70 something, I said, didn't I? Well, but she does, she actually does look uh, a lot older than 65. Right. Like, it's a, like the pee out, she's like spitting her little <laughs> dental, <laughs> dentals out. Florida Dentures. is a hell of a drug. That's all I can say. <laughs> Florida. And that's the way the news goes. All right, so I'm not a huge fan of spring. I call spring fake summer. Yeah, it's because, a bit of a tease. Yeah, because you you know you look outside, it's sunny. You're like, oh, cool, I'm gonna wear shorts today, or so, or a skirt, or a dress, and then you walk outside and it's freezing cold. <laughs> yeah, I hate spring. But and the weeds. I was um, looking for beers maybe for the season because maybe if I found some beers that I like that were spring releases, I'd maybe sure. care for the season a little bit more. That makes sense. That's so, a smart move. Yeah. So I pulled the internet, and the internet seemed to actually pull some bartenders around the country. Um, I omitted their names, but because it would just take too long. But I was it like Chad and Kyle and Todd. Todd. Yeah, <laughs> Todd, fucking Todd. Todd. <laughs> <laughs> but I do appreciate everybody's input um, on the article that I did get them from. So the first one is Allagash stays on. The second one was Steigel Radler. Have you ever had that? It's like a grapefruit beer. I've had it before. I've had a, a like some Radlers from um, uh, who's that one uh, beer brand? It's uh, associated with Duvel. I think or Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde or something mm. like that. Or I don't know. I've had some Saison or some. Yeah, no, oh, no. Also, um, what you call it? Uh, <laughs> do you mind not winding up the booze hound there, Big Dick Nick? <laughs> I'm being attacked. Darby, come on. <sighs> um, who? who uh, uh, Line of Kugel. I've had their rabbit. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've so rabbit. I've had the, the Steigel one. And it's actually, if you like grapefruit, it's good. It's just like a little sweet for me. It almost tastes more like a cider, like a grapefruit cider in a weird way, mm-hmm. if you will. I guess it could be refreshing for summer or for spring. Um, Sierra Nevada Fresh Hop, which is always a good one. Nice and crisp. Someone put Peroni. I mean, it's just, I mean, it's, yeah, it's I guess. just a crisp Italian beer. I, I'm kind of biased for Peroni only because I drank it when I was in Italy. So it kind of reminds me of Italy. I like it. I so. mean, I wouldn't know. I just, I mean, I I guess it could be a spring beer. I'd go with it if I see it on tap and like there's, and it's just a flood of hazies and like, my God, more hazy. Um, I'll be like, yeah, I want something light. Let's go with Peroni. We but. get it at the Italian place that we like and see me called Chi Chi's. Hey, Peroni. do we you love me? <laughs> then there's, uh, hold on, I'm going to say this right. A Rheinengeist Bubbles Rosé. Whoa. This beer's from Cincinnati, Ohio. I know it sounds pretty good. Listen to that. There's Bell's Oberon. This is a mildly fruity wheat beer. I think I've had that one. I like Bell's. Oh. It's it's a, <laughs> you like what? <laughs> Bells. Oh, oh, gotcha. Bells. Gotcha. Do you use nuts? Uh, Hit that E. Hit that E. Um, there's Ithaca. Testicles. <laughs> Ithaca apricot wheat, which is also a wheat ale. There's a lot of wheats in there. This is wheat. Not wheat. my style. Well, wheat. Maybe, that's, maybe that's why we hate spring so much. Wheat beers are popular. <laughs> there's Offshoot Troublesome, which is a goza with a tart refreshing finish i like offshoot pretty good brewery we've had some of theirs urban south paradise park it's a louisiana beer it's crisp slightly hoppy and refreshing and it pairs perfect with a crawfish boil oh when you're in louisiana it's important speaking of uh crawfish boils um one of the uh guys that's that's like a a a consultant for farm and flame Mm -hmm. 
does crawfish boils all the time at Five Threads where we had the root nanny. I heard those are delicious. Uh, I want to do well. that. Yeah, he, he does a lot because he's he's like even listening. He's got like a Creole accent, like he's from the South, like Louisiana, and he uh, he comes in and cooks. Uh, I had some of his food today. I had Farm and Flame today for lunch. So mm. uh, yeah. That had to be I'd, I'd be down, but I'm really not good when I can actually see the face on my food and it's got the legs and all the stuff. I, I remember you saying that last week. I'm not really good at that. Uh, and they tell you to so suck them heads. Uh, <laughs> close your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be it's weird. True. Dude. Look it up, and they say it like even at, I think Joe's Crab Shack. No, I'm. They so used to not say in. it. Suck them heads. Dem. Yeah. But that's when you know it's dirty. Dem, that's because they say like dem boys. <laughs> dem boys right there. <laughs> or. These nuts. <laughs> <laughs> I have another wheat beer coming up. Wheat. Wheat. Because it's a Hef. Uh, Funku Buddha Floridian. It's a German style Hef for, for oh, spring. Funku or Funky? Um, is there a Funko Buddha as well as a Funky Buddha? I may have typed it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was Funku. Oh, Lord. No, maybe it's like, uh, you know, you have Foster's Donuts <laughs> and the next door you have Posters, which is exactly the same, but it's a P. Maybe it's that kind Fun- of situation. Foster's. Foster's. <laughs> I don't know. A little typo. Now, it might be. L typo. I will look it up <laughs> after my segment. It's mm. called Funk. <laughs> it's just Funk. Bring oh, the noise, shit. bring the funk. Da shoots. Da shoots. Uh, Montauk Summer Ale, which is weird that it's called a summer ale, but they said it's best for spring, and it's a light caramel malt, and it's only like 26 IBUs. It's pretty light. Maybe they're just really bad at making summer ales. Maybe. And they're like, well, that's more of a spring ale. Well, they yeah. meant like fake summer. Oh. Fake it's summer ale. Fake that's summer what it is. Ale. Fake summer ale. It's when you look out the window, and it's all sunny and blue outside. And you still won't go in that damn pool because no. it's colder than balls. Degrees, yep. yeah. <laughs> Unless you're us. <laughs> and then I'm going to... <laughs> I'm going to end on Sierra Nevada Otravase, which is a Goza-style ale that balances citrus and sweetness from lime and agave nectar. Oh, well. We, I love Sierra Nevada, so. I think I've heard of like two of those beers, to be honest. I've heard I've heard a number of the breweries, but maybe not. It's not really my style, yeah. so. Yeah. You know, it's not really something I would. Um, Most of them seem pretty light and crisp. I guess I'm kind of out with a lot of the wheat. 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 Beers. Wheat. The the super duper weenie wagon. That's right. <laughs> weenie wagon. Uh, this is I, where you just really go to like the blondes or something. I yeah. got rid of it. Or like a really light pale ale, like mm-hmm. a little bit crisp. Yep. One of my favorites actually is the uh, Sierra Nevada uh, summer ale. Well, oh, that's so, good. So good. That's And see, I think that's good through fake summer and real summer. Mm-hmm. Frankly. Fake. <laughs> I think it's good for both. We don't even know what spring is anymore. Fake summer. I'll have another. Utah. Give me two. Mm-hmm. Okay, let me try to find this now. There it is. Give me two. What are you looking for, Coley? The seasonal beers. The funk the funk beer? What's the true name? Or no? Are you untapping? No, no, no. I just was trying to find the article that I used, but this is a different article and I'm really sad. I don't it might have been funky and I put funku. I can see myself floating back going back to this uh beer of the day. It's been so many weeks. I, you know, I put this little segment together like a month ago. <laughs> so, so many weeks. 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 <laughs> weeks. <laughs> so anyways, well, I guess we're on to now a um, little segment I put together earlier today. 14 ways of saying drunk across the United States. Yes. Now, here's how this is going to work. I'm actually going to roll this out a little bit and let you guys try and guess what these are like or where they're from okay maybe you'll be able to do it maybe not i guess we uh we shall see 
Hopefully we'll be able to, but... Don't uh, copy me, Nicole. That was my head. I'm so wasted. <laughs> I'm so wasted. Um, what is that? Oh, that's... Um, Spicoli. Spicoli, that's right. <laughs> okay, let's uh, let's get it done here. Are you ready? Okay. Yes. All right, so cork high and bottle deep. Is it just... Is it all over the world or is it just the U.S.? Well, this is uh, regional if from the U.S., so if you're, but obviously you know if you're drunk you're cork high bottle deep. Oh, Vermont, northeast. No, no. Nick, you got a guess on that one? No. It is from Georgia. Cork high bottle deep is from Georgia. All right. Balls deep. Comes from, <laughs> These nuts. Comes from a uh, a novel uh, where a group of Atlanta finish, fishermen are nearly suffocated by a stopped up chimney. The cork. They were as cork high and bottle deep, said Aunt Baptist, or they just smelled it. Wow. <laughs> so, drunk is a bow dow. Oh, man. Drunk is a bow dow? Drunk is a bow dow. Oh, that's the next one. That is, wasn't yeah. even paying attention. I'm just throwing shit out. I'll just, I'll just like throwing shit out. Texas. <laughs> say it one more again. Drunk is a bow dow. Kind of does sound Texas thing. Or like Louisiana. It does, but it doesn't actually say. So who knows? Oh. But it's a uh, it's oh. a it's a variation of uh, drunk is a boiled owl. So why? So boiled is like a uh, slang for intoxicated. Um, so it's like same as like stewed or pickled. So the owl's all hooty hoo. But no one is sure why it's an owl. So there it is. They think it might be that it's like you know it sits there all solemn, like you know like when you get really really drunk, you just kind of sit there and you're staring off in the distance. So I think maybe that's where that might have come from. From Master P. I was, to- I was told today that an owl um, stands for old white lady. I haven't heard of that. <laughs> what? Someone at my work told me she watched OG show or something. I don't know. And that they referred to. You're standing alone on old this Old women is old white lady. Old owl. white lady. She's an, an owl. owl. That is very good. I laughed. Not to be confused with a gilf. No. <laughs> That's a draft. Give me right? two. <laughs> All right. Uh, what's next? Pifflicated. Piff. Uh, somewhere in the Northeast. Seems to be, yeah. Well, actually, yeah, you got that right. New York, Connecticut, Rhode Island, New Hampshire, Maine, Iowa, Indiana, Wisconsin, and Michigan is That's where you're going to. a big region. You can't Bitch. just say you got it right. Where are you going to? Well, I mean, the Northeast is a pretty particular region. Hey, look. Uh, oh. What are you doing? <laughs> oh. What do you call that when you when you do the like the thing? I'm not. I can't hit you from here. Loaded. Uh, I don't know. I don't either. But uh, you just throw gang signs at me. No. <laughs> yeah. What is going on here? But uh, this word for tipsy or drunk seems to be a riff on spliff or spifflicated, another old timey term for drunk. It's old timey. <laughs> don't forget to try <laughs> lucky friends. Um, spifflicated seems to have first been used by American writer O. Henry. In 1902, <laughs> and comes from the verb spifflicate, meaning to deal with in such a way as to confound or overcome completely. This one here, uh, if we've used in other terms, but flabbergasted. Where do they say flabbergasted to mean drunk? Here. No. <laughs> no. Holy, you actually should know this one. Philadelphia. Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. I was close. I was getting particular. You might be flabbergasted by something shocking or surprising, or by something boozy. If you're in Pennsylvania. Plotsed. Plots. That sounds like a back east thing, too. It sounds very Jewish. It sounds like New York. 
Or like Jersey. New York? Lahayim. Yeah, it actually comes from the Yiddish plots. So if you're plots, yeah. meaning to explode figuratively, to split at one's seams or to die from laughter. Yeah, my, I feel like plots? my grandparents have said it. You're plotsed. You use it a lot in Wisconsin is where you really find a lot of it. Oh. Skunk drunk. California. Colorado. All Up that, north. All that weed. All weed. All <laughs> weed. Pacific Northwest. <laughs> so you get skunked in, or skunked in Minnesota, skunky in California. As in stinking drunk like a skunk, basically, is where that drunk comes like from. Drunk like a skunk? Skunk drunk. Lap-legged drunk. Lap-legged and there's not actually uh, any, uh, there's actually no uh, area attached to that one. Okay. <laughs> West so, Hollywood. So, yeah, that's ridiculous. Drunk. <laughs> All right, this one, uh, I hope there's a, uh, okay, yeah. Drunk is a cooter brown. What? <laughs> 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 Almost sprayed the whole tail, dude. Can you tell me, can you please nice define beaver. cooter brown? <laughs> Who's cooter brown and why is he so drunk? <laughs> The origin of this chiefly southern term is debated. Cooter Brown might be some <laughs> proverbial drunkard. The Farmer's Almanac describes him as someone who lived on the Mason-Dixon line during the Civil War. Nice. Avoid getting drafted, trying to avoid getting drafted by either the north or south. He got drunk and stayed that way. <laughs> and he's a chief? On the other hand, uh, a way of, with words, which I guess is a repository of American lore, says Cooter means box turtle and refers to a turtle swimming around in its own drink. Also, drunk is a cootie. <laughs> so my junk is a Has box turtle. Has your ever been drunk? No, it's a box turtle. It's a box turtle. Is we it have a, six of them at home. Is it a snapping box turtle? <laughs> a snapper. Nice beaver. Teed up. It's Florida. Because they play a lot Teed of up? fucking golf there. Just not. Georgia. Doesn't say. Doesn't say. Oh. Damn, not all these. This is... Maybe that's just more universal as a problem. Let me find another one that's actually got uh, something here. There's another northeast one. Over the bay, half the bay over. Okay. And somewhat intoxicated. To have ballast on board. Never heard of that one. Originally a nautical uh, expression. Referred to placing heavy material on the ship to stabilize it when it's empty of cargo. Uh, Make a Virginia fence. That sounds like a sex move. It does. It's like, well, did you guys try the uh, the sandy porpoise? Well, no, but we made a Virginia fence. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, a moving twister. So there is that. Um, chiefly used in New England and the South. Virginia fence, also known as a rail or worm fence, is made by stacking the rails so that their ends overlap at an angle. Okay. Yeah, I'm not really sure why that matters. Uh, to make a Virginia fence means to walk unsteadily or be drunk. Okay, that makes more sense. And this one, I think this is the reason why I actually pulled this one for the article. Acknowledge the corn. (laughs) Come on. I don't even understand. Let's go, bitches. Acknowledge the corn. (laughs) Uh, Ohio. Uh, Midland. I was going to say Iowa. Yeah. Corn. Corn. This is what they write up about it. The next time you want to convince a pal they've had enough, you can say... Just acknowledge the corn, dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's so ridiculous. They don't use corn syrup. While this phrase originally meant to admit being drunk, it also came to mean to confess any mistake. Also, confess the corn, own the corn, acknowledge the coin. Okay. Acknowledge the malt. Corn here refers to corn liquor. While formerly widespread, the saying is now chiefly used in the Mideast. So we could say corn AF. Next time corn AF. I'm next corn time. AF. You just got to acknowledge it. <laughs> What would you say California's is? What do you say? 
I usually like hammered, I think. I mean, just or fucked. <laughs> well, hammered, wasted. Yeah, I was hammered. Like, or like buzzed up is one that I hear ah. a lot. Um, but it, like those seem so innocuous. And like just, I, I, I almost feel like being in a region means that all that's, all that just sounds familiar. Like it doesn't yeah. seem like, like why wouldn't they say being hammered in Florida? You know, yeah. I can't think of any like euphemism that's specifically California. What's uh, Mr. Tug says shmammered? Shmammered? Shmammered. Shmammered. Yeah. I used to say that, like shamammied. I would say shamammied. Uh-huh. That makes sense. I don't know what I say. Because right. you're like shit faced and hammered. You're like shamammered. Uh-huh. I, I, I think I would say I was. Up Ships Creek. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, let's move on to our newest one, uh, our newest segment. Good shit to know. Should I go first? Let's, let's hear it, Coley. Okay. So, for this conference that I'm planning at work, um, it's in Minneapolis. Winning. Oh. <laughs> sure, sure. My Computer bad. malfunction. I'm planning um, the dinner after with one of our clients, and we're actually doing a brewery tour where we hit two breweries, and then we do a dinner pairing. Nice. At another brewery. Where's this? It's in Minneapolis. So, oh. there's like a ton of breweries there. So, the beer tour gives you a list of like 35 or 40 breweries. I looked up the top 10. Unfortunately, they're not taking us to, I don't think, any of them. But there's one I heard is really good called Dangerous Man. And it's like the cutout of a man's face. like a, And then just the beard. Nice. Like a profile, but just a beard. And um, yeah, I'm really sad that I'm planning it and I'm not going. But good to know <laughs> that there are literally like... 45 breweries like not far from each other you could do some damage in minneapolis i did not know minneapolis was a beer mecca no everything closes at like five out there well, that's I mean, why i, I was know, like they have huh? a lot though they have six one twos i heard was really good surly um, oh surly is good they're going to indeed oh indeed indeed and they're surly. going to sisyphus oh sisyphus yeah sisyphus he's the guy who's rolling the rock up in uh of the mountain? Yes. They did say the and name Greek. was like a Greek yep. or Roman thing. It's a Greek, it's a Greek legend where the guy basically means a, a insurmountable task. Like Sisyphus never got that rock to the top of the mountain. Gotcha. Yeah. So they're going to those two breweries and they're doing a pairing with a uh, beer and dinner pairing at the Free House, which looks like a really good gastro pub that makes their own beer. Nice. That's good shit to know. It is good shit it to is. know. Nick, what good oh, yeah. shit do we need to know? thing that came off the top of my head is, uh, and it's not beer related, unfortunately, but... It has My, mine's not beer related either. So has sports to do, and I just learned uh, we went to the Dodgers game Monday, and uh, we were able to bring food in a bag into the Dodger game and eat it there. You can bring food in Dodger Stadium as yeah. long as it's a like um, a soft walled like cooler bag. Yeah. It can't be a hard cooler, but a soft walled one. You can bring it like an insulated bag. Yeah. No shit. So this is technically a fun little fact. So we went and got Jersey Mike's. Mm. I never even heard of a sub in a tub. It's a, pretty much a salad minus the bread. Oh, for, so it's like a burrito bowl. It's yeah. a sub minus the bread, not a salad minus the bread. Yeah, I'm sorry. A sub or a salad minus the su- sub part. I was picking up what you were laying down. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. But we all, so we all got one of those just to make it easier to eat. Put it in a soft thing and walked right in. That's awesome. So saved, you know, you can, $600. And you can unopened bottles of water, too. Uh-huh. That's, like, really crazy. Well, that's good because their water is, like, 15 bucks or something. I know. Stupid. Dude, we got two beers. I got a tall 24-ounce of lager, and she got uh, a 16-ounce of stone. Easy Jack. Easy Jack. $45. Get the two? No, two okay, it was 37 for the, the Firestone. Then, oh, I got then the he peanuts. got a lager, and then I got something else. Yeah, the 45 added peanuts. Oh, you got to get the nuts. Yep. 
These nuts. Wow. So my uh, good Jeez. shit to know. Uh, I was home uh, kind of passing out in front of Netflix, going through, <laughs> looking for shit to watch. They have a uh, series on there called Remastered, which focuses on famous uh, musicians. Ooh. And they have a really good one on um, Robert Johnson right now, who is like the original blues man. And he's the one that wrote Crossroads. Like the the big thing is that it, everyone thinks that he went down to the crossroads and sold his soul to the devil. And that's how he, he learned to play guitar. And it's interesting because the, the documentary itself had a lot of line art, like um, like almost line animation on a black background with white and like reds and stuff. Uh, it looked really old and kind of sinister. Like they kind of portrayed him going to the crossroads and getting on his knees and raising his guitar. But the weird thing is that he sang all about like hellhounds chasing him. Um, obviously he wrote, he went down the crossroads and, and sold his soul, but this all came about after uh, his wife died in childbirth and he wasn't there for it. Cause he was playing music on his way to see his wife and kids. Her family blamed him for it. So he went out and just started touring. And I guess a lot of like blues musicians did that and they hit all the banjo joints. They called it juke joints and just used to tour around it and you'd make, I don't know, a couple bucks just to show up and play or whatever. But he, uh, used to go to these and he was so terrible. He'd get up with a guitar like in between sets for, for people who used to come and see him. And he like, people would be like, get that noise off out of my ears. You know, like they were all not happy and he disappeared for a year and a half and he came back and he walked in and, and everyone just lost their minds on the shit he was doing. He, they'd never seen anything like that before. Only two pictures of him exist in the, ever. Only two pictures really? were ever taken. He's only recorded 29 songs and he died mysteriously at the age of 27. So, it's very, very interesting. I kind of fell asleep halfway through it, so there might be more. But uh, <laughs> definitely give that a watch. Like if uh, how long is it? Is it like a like hour and a half or just a straight hour? A little bit over an hour, maybe. Like uh-huh. it's not bad. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, too long for me last night, but um, <laughs> not too bad though. But I've been there, dude. But dude, yeah, that's a, every night. I was looking for something to watch. I didn't want a full movie, and I saw on like oh Robert Johnson, you know, and like. That dude's hands, the pictures of him, it looks like, uh, like you know, you see the giant tarantulas from like down in the jungle or like Australia or whatever. That's what his hand looks like. He could literally play <laughs> half of the neck of the guitar without moving his hand. Like, it was insane. Oh and when you Lord, hear him play, it sounds like he, like two people are playing guitar. Like it's just unreal. Wow. Huh. So yeah, sold his, I think it's called the devil at the crossroads. I think is the name of the, uh, Man, I they give that a look. And the whole thing's the series called remastered. Yeah. Right. And like, I know from the intro, they have other ones. I don't, I don't know what other ones they have, but they're showing a lot of, Famous uh, musicians and whatnot. Gotcha. So I'm like, oh, that's pretty. We're cool. about to check that out now that we figured out this Netflix thing on our TV. We've been watching Ted, oh. the Ted Bundy tapes. Oh man. Oh yeah, I almost watched that last Ooh. night. I'm like, I'm not going. Well, there's to bed the after tapes, that. and then I heard there's like a movie now. Isn't it? It stars someone famous. Or yeah, Efron, right? isn't it? It's a. Uh, ex- I think you're right. Extraordinary, creepy, or something. I don't know. It has a. Oh weird no, no, name. Zac Efron's in another one where it's like a. Is it a dating one or something? No, it's something that, where he's like creepy. Because uh, I actually saw that. Uh, yeah, I thought he was someone's. I don't know. Anyway, that guy was a narcissistic sociopath piece of shit. I mean, I already knew that. But watching it and just hearing him talk, it just is like bone chilling. Uh. He's so disgusting. How about new? Yep. Yeah, but, <laughs> no, I'm out. I'm oh. not into that. That is not good shit to know. But uh. just it's, it's interesting. You know, we had a lot of really good shit to know. And then we have to bring it down with Ted, Ted fucking Bundy. Bundy. I know, well, sorry. we could bring it up. Uh, good shit to know next week. Yeah, surfing suds. Surfing. Yeah, we'll have something to talk uh, the about. The lineup. If you all are listening, check out the lineup. They just put it up yesterday. I think last night. Well, it, yeah, they've been building it, but it's on their uh, Facebook page now. Like yes. all the pictures. Uh-huh. It's now uh, up to I think seventy plus breweries. They've added some breweries. It looked awesome. Selling fast. They only allow two thousand people in, so they don't want it to be nuts to butts. 
Uh, surfbeerfest.com. You can go and get tickets. They're still available. I know they're from talking to Andreas, the organizer. They're they're going fast. Also, right now, um, if you follow us online, follow us on uh, Instagram, we will be doing a giveaway early next week for VIP uh, tickets uh, that not only gets you in uh, for VIP status, it gets you one of our t-shirts for free, and it also gets you one of the uh, events uh, t-shirts for free as well. So two shirts for each ticket. You get in free. Two shirts. Two shirts. Woo-hoo. <laughs> Give me two. Um, so, yeah, definitely follow us online uh, at boozeleague.com uh, is the website you can go to. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram at boozeleague, uh, Facebook at boozeleague. Also, boozeleague TV is now live on YouTube and on Vimeo. We have some videos up right now with Root Nanny. If you didn't make it, go check that out. Uh, and also, the, uh, our mint julep, our main drink of the month with our mixologist, Sarah. Delicious. Delicious. Like a mother. <laughs> Delicious. But anyways, uh, thanks for tuning in. Uh, We'll catch you all soon. And thank you to Big Dick Nick over there. Thanks for having me. Appreciate you uh, swinging on by. (laughs) As some would say. As it were. The super duper weenie wagon. (laughs) (laughs) And we'll see you uh, or talk to you next week for Draft 56. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.